welcome to the week 18 Irish NFL betting segment against the odds. Uh, the final week of the season, so much to play for. It's been a crazy week in the NFL, obviously, with what we the games in which we saw on Monday. Some games are still in flux in terms of when they're going to get played, the Patriots game in particular. But uh, Christina, our Patriots fan, is here with me today to discuss a number of games with playoff impacting situations come the weekend. Hi, Brian. Yeah, so excited to be back, especially after what a whopper week of football we had. The six o'clock game window was amazing, electrifying. Nine o'clock window, a little bit boring. So I'm really looking forward to what week 18 has for us. Yeah, there was a huge drop off in the six o'clock and the nine o'clock last weekend. We've seen it over the course of the season a number of times, but last weekend in particular, um, I think obviously the 49ers. Raiders gave, kept everybody intrigued in the late window, early window at the Bucks, managed to win the South, the Giants make the playoffs. And obviously then the Packers in the nine o'clock window dominate the Vikings. And that's one of the games in which we're going to discuss later on in the, in the show, the Sunday night football game at the Packers and the Lions. As always, the odds are brought by Pidesbet USA. The odds may differ, which are local bookmaker in Ireland. So just be wary of that. Um, we're going to start off with um, a game that probably doesn't mean a lot for the Chicago Bears, but it does in a way because if the uh, if they happen to lose and the Texans win on Sunday, they could secure the number one spot, number one pick in the draft next April. Right now, they're the number two pick. They're at home to the to the Minnesota Vikings, who need to win this game to give themselves any hope of securing the number two seed. They're knocked in really, but it looks of it at the number three seed. They're going on the road to Soldier Field, NFC North battle. The Bears aren't starting Justin Fields. The line is moved since we first discussed it. It was minus five. It's now parked at minus seven. Minnesota Vikings minus seven going to Soldier Field for this game. The over-under on this game is 43 and a half. I think that's come down as well, bearing in mind that yeah, Justin Fields isn't going to play. And the money line, there's no value really in terms of backing the Vikings. They're two to seven on to win the game. Chicago Bears are just shy of three to one at 13 to five with points with USA. We're saying this has the makings of a Vikings blowout win, potentially. You know what? We've spent almost 18 weeks asking this season, who are the Vikings? Who are they? What are they doing? They went and got trashed last week, which was quite interesting. But, you know, they let's not mistake ourselves. They have 12 wins on the bounce. And the question is, is it a case that they're winning last minute? Because that's how they know how to do it. We've seen this as a common theme across the NFL this season. Look at Tampa, Brady pulls it out as well. But without Fields this week, I just cannot see past the Vikings doing it for sure. Now, interestingly, the seven points that you have and the points that has given us, I actually had it down as 10 because I just think it's going to go ahead. Justin Fields really commands that off Fields with the Bears. So when he's not there, the question is, what's going to happen? And Justin Fields was actually um, just behind Lamar Jackson in rushing yards for this year, this season. He's only 64 behind, so he's going to lose out on that. And he had a chance to be able to go forward this weekend. It's a strange week on the vet line because when this line opened up on Sunday night, Monday morning, um, with the assumption Justin Fields was going to play, the Vikings were minus one, which was really tight. So I'm sure some people would be very happy with it if they got on that early. Then it went out to minus eight um, when Justin Fields' news broke. Sorry, it went to minus five. Went out to minus eight. You know, your line, again, minus 10 is a fair reflection of what I would expect it as well. It's obviously parked at seven now. But um, I suppose it's a trust settlement with the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings' four losses this season have come in games where they haven't been favourites. Um, and it's kind of reflected where they're at and what people think of them. They're good at home. They've won every game at home this season. They're 8-0. All one-score games. 
and uh, they go on the road and the, even the wins that we have had on the road have been neatly quite wins little expansive so I think with the exception of the one they won in Miami where they pulled away late with a big Davin Cup touchdown did not set the world afire people think that Chicago will hang around in this game but I think it's the corner game and the Vikings will win um, you know rebelled off last week covered them minus seven I think the Bears recognise that it's within their best interest not to win the game bear in mind the draft situation and the 43 and a half on the, on the over-under for me is a, is a precarious one. I, I'd probably side under on this game just to me as a kind of a, the makings of it, a 23-7 type of win for the Vikings. So I'll go with the under 43 and a half. You think I was actually going to go over at the start of the week because of, you know, we all thought Justin Fields was going to be there. So I actually thought it was going to be a 24-17 to the Vikings. Um, I'm still going to stick with the over, though. Interesting. You know, we haven't picked up on the weather, the weather conditions. You know, Chicago this time of year, we saw a couple of weeks ago when they played the Bills, that went over in, in, despite the adverse weather conditions. So, interesting enough um, that you're going over. Again, I think there's a party there that's reflecting what you thought it was at the start of the week. be interesting to see. But then again, the Brewers may run them close. The Brewers have played quite well in a lot of games. Um, I'd be interested to see how they play with Nate Peterman. Our quarterback on Sunday, but I think we're in Ireland here that we believe the Vikings will cover that minus seven number. The next game uh, is a game that you'll have a huge interest in is the AFC East battle, the Dead of Miami. The, um, obviously, there's a lot of permutations playoff related here. Dolphins win, scoreboard watching, waiting to see if the Patriots lose, if if the Jets win and the Patriots lose, and then the Steelers have an opportunity to get in the playoffs. But right now, looking at this game, the bookies really can't call it. Um, points bet you say you have the Dolphins up after. Plus one, Jets are no favourites. I think that's our effect of what we saw um, in terms of the quarterback situation. Um, just, there are lots of flux too, is lack of play. Question marks over Teddy Bridgewater. Sky Thompson is another one. We're considering a start in the quarterback. Right now, it, it looks like it's trending towards Teddy Bridgewater, but we don't know. And the Jets have little to play for. Obviously, they had a very good start to the season. Second part of the season has been a complete collapse for them. I think they've lost five in a row now. Um, the Jets beat them in, in MetLife area in the season when, again, the Dolphins were playing without to it. Maybe there's a part of that as well. So, minus one, very tight on the money line, five, six Jets, even money the Dolphins. Over, under, very low number, 38 and a half. Um, big game for the Dolphins, they still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. How do you see this one? You know what, I think it's really interesting because this is probably one of the most heated rivalries that there is within the actual um, conference. And if you look at them, they've actually played 114 games. They got smashed at the start of the year. Um, what's interesting is that the Jets are actually 5-0 and against backup quarterbacks. And I went back and I watched every game <laughs> yesterday evening and this morning just to make sure my stats were right. Look, at the Dolphins don't have Tua right now. They don't have Teddy. I've got a feeling the Jets will be able to manipulate this for sure. I do live with a Steelers fan. My husband's a Steelers fan. I don't want the Steelers to go forward. <laughs> and I can say that for sure. It is a big game. You know, the Pats need to win as well to be able to keep these guys at bay. But I do think that the Dolphins will take the win if Tua comes back or Teddy's available. If not, then I think if with Skyler in play, the Jets just have this very strange way of being able to manipulate the backup quarterbacks in a very, very strange kind of mythical way. I do think it will be the Jets if there's no Teddy or Tua. It's probably a uh, conversation for the, the main show more so at the end of the season when we reflect on what's been, but it'd be interesting to see what people's thoughts are. Who's had the more disappointing season? Dolphins or Jets? Because both of them were, so, were riding so high 
the Jets with a really strong defense and, and a Miami team with a really strong offense. And it's just gone so wayward over the, over the second part of the season. Well, if you look at last week, you know, the Jets or the Dolphins, they were completely blown away. They were shocked. It wasn't how they planned the game to go at all. And you could see them just standing there at the sideline going, what's happening? Why are we not going ahead? Um, and I do think that's going to be another day where they're going to be scratching their heads again, for sure, if it's Skyler on the field. I'm going to say the Dolphins, uh, I just think maybe the Jets players, as, as as good as they can play defensively, we just don't really show the defensive numbers have been masked by a very poor run game recently. They gave up huge numbers against the Lions, big numbers against, uh, against the um, last week getting against Seattle as well. The defense hasn't played well and an offensive line has struggled recently. Um, we don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Jets either. Like, uh, Mike White wasn't comfortable last week and he's clearly still injured. Um, I think Zach Wilson has, has run his course now. We won't, we won't see him play for the Jets again. So it'll be interesting to see if they can do anything offensively. I think it's a no-scoring game. Um, and I think the Dolphins will do what they have to do and then see them, you know, rely on the Bills beating the Patriots at whatever time that game is planned to go ahead, which we have in their confirmation at the time of recording. So for me, Dolphins win. And I will, despite the no number, 38 and a half, I'm going to stay under as well. I think it's something, I see this as a 2016 type of game um, with the Dolphins going out on top. I agree. It's going to be, I think it's going to be an under game for sure. I do think it's going to be more of a points-based game as well rather than full-on touchdowns all the time. Yeah, the next one, Sunday Night Football, if we would, I think this one we will be in all likelihood siding with you over. And it's a big game. Obviously, the Packers have run the table since they were 4-8. and eight. They're now 8-8 eight and eight with an opportunity to make the playoffs should they win against the Lions. But Sunday Night Football, the game will start at 1.20 a.m. Irish time going into Monday morning. Uh, I know a lot of Packers fans just... It was inevitable to be Sunday night football. They said it's going to be the first Packer Monday back in the working, the work of world after Christmas and the New Year, and of course the Packers at a late game. Um, but uh, right now we have the Packers minus four and a half points favourites at home against the Lions. The over under in this game is forty nine points. Um, not real great value on the Packers to win the game unless you have it in the accumulator to forty nine. Then you can get thirteen seven, which is just shy of two to one on the Lions to win this game. Permutations going into this game. The Lions could be, the Lions will know their fate come the end of the nine o'clock slate because obviously the Seattle game is a huge factor. If Seattle beats the Rams at home, the Lions are eliminated. Doesn't impact on the Packers. The Packers would then have to win to stop the Seattle taking that seventh spot. Ideally, what you'd like to see is Seattle to lose, and this game is basically winning, winning, winning in for both teams. It would make it an even more enticing game to watch late on Monday morning. The Lions this week are still very confident to beat them previously in the early in the season. They feel they have the Packers number, Packers on a crest of a wave. How do you see this? You know what? This is a season finale. It is within the actual NFL and the Lions are really going to be hoping to lose, to kind of put a, a dampener on this five-week losing streak if they're able to defeat Green Bay. Do I see it happening? No. I think we've seen a different Green Bay um, over the last few weeks. We've touched on this a number of times. We thought Green Bay were dead come October, the end of October. After October, it just seems to have been switched into a whole new gear and Aaron Rodgers has done what Aaron Rodgers always does. Pull a rabbit out of the hat. And they've been doing really well. I do think it's going to be Packers over the spread. And I definitely think that it's going to be Packers that's going to, just going to win for sure this weekend. Yeah, there's also a scenario where even the Lions are playing with house money in terms of they're eliminated beforehand that they will do their utmost to move through it. If they win this game and knock the Packers out, 
I, it's tough one. Um, I, I will go Packers. I just think they're on, a, they're on such a good run at the moment. They're at home in Lambeau, late game. The crowd will be well up for it. The Lions, I mean, the Lions have come so far this season and they've to be very enjoyable to watch. And it kind of reflects where the Lions are. We felt they'd do well this season, but not make the playoffs. And inevitably, it kind of looks like that could be the case. Even if they were to win, they may not make the playoffs. And the over under 49, I think it's going to be a high scoring fair. I think both sides will put up points. Um, I'll go over on this game. And four and a half, I, I wouldn't surprise me if that drops slightly by the weekend, three and a half potentially. Um, but I do think the Packers will win by at least a touchdown. Right. Um, there's so many games this weekend, so many permutations. The NFL have obviously had to flip the schedule around and make sure that the teams are all competing for seeding, such as the four seed and the two seed in the NFC all play at the same time, with the exception of the Vikings. Uh, nine o'clock window, you've got the Giants going to the Eagles. Giants are likely will rest up. Eagles have to win to make the number one seed. You've got the 49ers at least looking to secure the two seed. And then obviously your Patriots with a playoff possibility. The Steelers are hanging in there as well. What game outside of the three are you really looking forward to seeing this weekend? I definitely think it's going to be your game. The Giants-Eagles for sure. I think, you know what, Giants do have teams that are able to rest, but I've got a feeling they're going to go out and you're going to prove that, you know, it wasn't just a fluke that you got there, that you guys have been working very, very hard. I think the Eagles have a lot to prove. And we did talk about this at the start of the week when we were doing our show, is that, you know, the Eagles are bruised and battered right now. Even if Jalen Hurts comes back, how confident are we in him being able to play 110% that he's given the whole year round? Is he going to be afraid? Does he want to rest until he takes to the playoffs? I think one game I definitely will be also watching is the Chargers-Broncos. Look at both teams have had nothing. You know, they really and truly have had nothing. But this is the worst year of Russell Wilson's life. And I do think that, you know, the Chargers will go up against them. Sorry, Cullum. Um, I'm really sorry to say that, but I definitely think that it's just going to be a very, very tough win for them. Um, they won't be able to do it. It's going to be Chargers all the way. Yeah, Chargers are in the playoffs, but it looks like the, similar to the Joys, they're knocked into the sixth seed. So essentially, you have nothing to play for this weekend. When they go to mile high, and obviously the Broncos would like to repeat their performance on last week against the Chiefs. Uh, the one for me I look, I'm looking forward to seeing is, is the Bengals game against the Ravens. Obviously, the Bengals have had to deal with the, the enormity of what happened on Monday night in the, in the game against the Bills, but they still have the Division on the line in terms of the uh, the AFC North is there to be won for both sides. Bear in mind, we don't know right now what the situation will be if that game gets replayed between the between the Bills and the Bengals. But they still have to win this game. Still have to focus on on what's ahead. And the Bengals are one of the hottest teams in the league. It'd be interesting to see if Lamar Jackson does play. It's not likely at this stage if he's going to come back for the playoffs. But a big game. It's always a big game. And these two play. It'd be a very interesting game. Next week we will be then focusing on the playoffs and. And we we should have wildcard games, but it's the NFC, AFC. There's a lot of stories going on about how the NFL might readjust the schedule for the playoffs, bearing in mind what happened today. But we will be back next week for another show in which we'll cover. We might cover two or three of the uh, the wildcard games, and obviously put our our picks and our, our bets up there. As always, our our other taking my points bet USA do gamble responsibly throughout the course of the weekend and enjoy the NFL weekend week eighteen games. Christina, for now, thanks very much as always. Thanks, Brian.